0: Hi guys, it's uh, Danny from HPM again uh, Thanks to all you guys that have listened to previous podcasts And hopefully, maybe one or two of you guys It's provoked a few thoughts And just encourage you to open up And just talk about any sort of feelings that you're going through uh, I just wanted to take the time of another couple of shorter ones Just to sort of give you guys a brief overview of uh, where, so where I come from With regards to this uh, my experiences and sort of my understanding about the mistakes I made and hopefully maybe help one person listening that may be going through a similar thing and can relate so as you guys were aware especially you guys that sort of listened I'm quite open with my ongoing sort of work through anxious feelings and the negative impacts that has on my life. Um, that feeling of self worthlessness, um Need for validation. And just that overall self-doubt. Even when things are going well. That underlying um, when will this go wrong type feeling. Um, so, like I said, I've been pretty open about, about that. And we'll touch on that a little bit more uh, on the later ones. For this, I just wanted to uh, go back before all of this before that sort of 10-12 years that said I've been dealing with, with these particular feelings um, to sort of my mid-teens now looking back now um, it's apparent that these self-worth um, body image need for validation insecurities um, were there then but in a slightly different form so I was always, uh, always an overweight kid, not a problem with that, nothing ma- massive, uh, was always active, um, had a close small group of friends, played league, happy, not overly confident by any means, um, definitely not in new situations but with a group of friends that, that are harder, I mean you have all the, the usual problems growing up, the odd fat joke and all that kind of stuff, um, but nothing nothing drastic, nothing that stands out as this this was a problem. And no conscious effort was ever made by me to sort of change that in regards to losing weight. No diets, no sudden increase in training, no restrictions there. But playing league, um, obviously being active, going through those mid-teens, it starts to did start to lose weight. Um whether this be training volume or age or whatnot. Because there was nothing, no like I said, there was no conscious effort by me to change anything in order to lose weight. Now, this was good in the sense of obviously healthier, playing fitter. Um, you do start to get that that positive reinforcement from those around you, from, from you from different social circles, from people that you're interacting with to comment on you losing weight, looking good. Um, now this. For a kid that wasn't overly confident and never had this sort of exposure to anyone really beyond a small group of friends, this positive reinforcement, so to speak, can be a double-edged sword. So, as good as it is and as, as nice as it is, those reinforcements, because you're you're losing weight and you're now sort of being accepted by a wider group, can and did have a negative effect in a sense. So what that made me do or what that did was fuel my my need for, for that validation from different social groups, from a wider audience. So people commenting saying, oh, you're looking good, you're like a different person, all this kind of stuff. Great. But I think because I'd never made a conscious effort to do it and I was aware, obviously, I was losing weight. And then all of a sudden, people are commenting on it and whatnot. And you're getting a little bit more attention. I was playing better league. It became it became something that I knew oh, I, could, I could control and something that I didn't want to let go. So then it, it, that slowly, that slow, I don't want to slip back to being a fat kid mentality crept in. And slowly built up, obviously, over time. It wasn't a drastic, drastic weight loss, but just slowly over time, just kept losing weight. Now, it did go to the point where I was consciously not eating food when I wasn't around people or underhand in order to feel I was in control of of my diet, in control of that aspect of my life. So control is a big thing in these situations and that feeling of control helps you go day to day because those anxious feelings and that guilt doesn't build up so for me when I was around people generally I was eating normally if not over the top so for a weekend would be with family and I'd eat dinner and chocolates and stuff where if 9 times out of 10 people would just maybe feel guilty for a couple of days continue to eat normal but that would be it what I'd need to do is the lunches that I'd take to school or college I'd, I'd throw away I'd minimise what I was eating over the next couple of days in order to navigate those feelings of sort of guilt and I shouldn't have eaten that chocolate and stuff because I was back in control for the next couple of days and that was a way of sort of working around and managing those feelings um, those negative feelings around that food and obviously it's carried on for a while I was um. Even stuff like, and I mean, I still do this to a certain extent today. It's something I'm probably never going to get rid of. So rather than just eating a bar of chocolate, I'd pick it a little bit. Go back, pick a little bit more. Because I, I, w- I couldn't deal with that feeling of guilt if I just sat there, sat there sorry, and ate the whole thing. Even though eventually I'd do it anyway. It was just always these self-defense mechanisms around food that would take away that feeling of, I shouldn't be doing this. So again, comes back to self worth, self image. How did I want to look? How did I want to be perceived? I wanted people to see me as someone that ate normal, uh, ate heaps, but was still getting fit and still losing weight. Now, I'm grateful that in that age, it wasn't as as over the top with social media as we are now, because that. On the edge type mentality that, that 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 control That person going through what I was going through there In a world that we live in now Where You're hammered 24-7 through social media Media with how we should look How people look How you can get to look All these shit shakes people sell for fucking $10 Or PM me for detail bullshit Are poisonous to the point where You then become addicted to chasing this this ideal that they're selling or this ideal that they're putting through their, their social media. Obviously at that at that time when I was mid teens there wasn't it wasn't as as big. Maybe a couple of things on TV about how people looked but there was still even then there's still that you're chasing this ideal. So this continued and it's probably for me the first indication of that sort of Need to fit in, that need for other people to validate how I was. Now, that need for validation, especially in this situation where you're now getting a little bit more attention, directly impacts relationships outside of that as well. So, obviously, I, up until that point, I'd never really had any female attention, and it's still something to this day I'm no good at managing. But, I'd never really had that sort of female attention. So when this increases and this starts, because all of a sudden, obviously physically more appealing, you crave more of that, and not just from one group. So having never had that, all of a sudden to get a bit, and then maybe a bit more. There's no sort of. There's no sort of cutoff. There's no sort of I only need this from this group. You crave as much from as wider audience as you can, in order to feel good. In order to feel like you're worth something in that in that situation in that group, which then obviously has an impact on relationships to a certain extent, friendships. But as overall, there's no real positive positive outcome from Craving that sort of validation And it's only something that Recently I've Yeah it's only something recently really That I've really been aware of that Even To recent times I've still craved that validation From As many people as possible Whether it be sports, career Fucking Whatever It's still been evident in my life And still caused problems Up until up until recently. So if you're going through the same thing and you feel like maybe you're doing things, you're posting things on social media, whatever it is, in and it's not a hundred percent giving you fulfillment in that post or in that moment and you're you're checking for likes and all this kind of stuff, just take a step back and and, and consider the impact that that's gonna have on those people closest to you, those people that actually matter, and then maybe reassess the, the actions that you're taking. So, for me, that food was like that early crutch, that early sort of way of controlling how I sort of fit into society and fit in. Now, that control is a huge thing, I think, for anybody going through any sort of any sort of feelings of self-worth or any sort of so negative feelings of self-worth or any sort of body image, body image issues, because. It is essentially something that you can physically stop yourself doing in order to drop a few parts. Not healthy, and if you are, again, if you are going through that, we're only one, one call away. I, personally, the body image thing, that's been a huge one throughout the years for me, and something that I've never been content with, to the point where it's only been the last probably eight months where... I've been comfortable enough to take my top off around people while training and whatnot. Like I would never do that because of the way that I was, um, the way that I felt I was and the way that the fear of other people judging me based on how I looked in comparison to how I thought I should look. Now it's it's CrossFit and the group the group environment that we've got there and Obviously, the the commitment to train and whatnot that got me to a point now where I'm I'm 90% of the time comfortable to do that. But even now, there's still weeks where, say, for example, I'll go out for a drink with friends on the weekend or whatnot. And So away from a healthy lifestyle for the next couple of days around the gym or when training, I'll be cautious about, it's going to sound silly, but taking my top off because of those insecurities that creep back. Give it a week or so of good training, good eating, I feel fine, I feel comfortable, back to normal. But there's still, and I think there will always be those sort of little insecurities for me um, around these things, around this sort of this body image. And again, it's not something anymore for me to be ashamed of. It, I'll be open with it and discuss it with, with anybody that needs to talk to it and maybe going through something similar. And if you're so you're using food as that control mechanism. You're using your you've got that that negative relationship with food. Then again, same with anything else. Same with your your anxious feelings, your feelings of depression. Just open up and talk. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that can be worked through. Like any sort, anything, any issue that we're going through, you can set things in place that then build you back to having that positive relationship with food. So the first one for me was. My mum actually taken me to the doctors when I was younger because she was scared of the weight that I was losing and the way that I looked. I posted a picture on my social media, I think, during probably when I was at my lowest weight with, with family. So, And again, it wasn't a conscious thing. There was no nothing to come back from the blood test about being unhealthy. Um, But that was sort of the first... Step for me during that period to identify that there was a bit of a, a bit of an issue, and throughout the years my my weight fluctuated. Uh, I've done the whole carb restriction thing in, in order to feel good going on holiday, but still, I was n- I'd never be I'd never be happy with pictures that were put on. I'd I'd always shy away from looking at myself on pictures because I would always pick a thousand problems from the picture, mainly to do with weight. So that's just the first sort of little snippet for me, guys, on um, my, probably my first sort of encounter with that body image, anxious feeling, feelings around people, um, and that sort of need for validation. The first one for me was that sort of initial weight loss, and then going from never being, this is going to sound so shit, but like popular, so to speak, to all of a sudden fitting in with these people, my apologies about that break, guys, just obviously needed the morning coffee break on the way to work. Um so yeah, so for me it was that going from never really being it's gonna sound so shitty, one of the cool cool kids or popular to then being almost accepted into a group with those people that you'd always seen as like the, the cool ones, the popular ones, the fit ones or whatnot. And and that as as a mid teen, as a lot of you've guys may be going through or have kids that are going through can be sort of a dangerous thing if it's not navigated well um, and in a healthy manner and again it just comes down to being secure with yourself and just sort of understanding your your why with with whatever you're doing and it's not only food um the next one we'll we'll probably touch on in the next little chat that we have i'll um go into a little bit more detail a couple of subjects we want to talk about probably go through um the big one first, so suicide. How many people that affects, and um, the effect that can have on, obviously, the family, friends, um, community around, and go through sort of my experiences with that and the mistakes that I made in the time in the time after, how I think I maybe could have dealt with things more efficiently. That would have been a healthier situation for for everyone there. So we'll have we'll go through that next, guys. Again, we'll try and keep these ones a little bit shorter. Um and I'll speak to you guys soon. I'll catch you later. Bye.